for everyone who has ever said, where is Shay? Hey y'all, I'm back. I'm so excited to be back. I I haven't recorded in a long time. Um, life has lifed and adulthood has adulthood. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it took me away from a lot of what I really love to do. And I don't like that. Um, but in honor of my 28th birthday, oh man, it's a mouthful. My birthday is this weekend, February 26th. It's on Sunday and um, I have the same birthday as Erica Badu. I'm not that like eccentric though. I don't, at least I don't think so. I don't think I'm that eccentric or that like mysterious or um, all the things that people, that allure people to Erica Badu. I don't feel like that is really me. Um, I'm an enigma of sorts though. Whatever. Anyway, (laughs) I am, I'm very blessed to see 28 I'm very happy to see 28 um but I want to share with you guys what 27 bought me because this past year along with years before but um 27 was very pivotal for me in terms of what the the late 20s vibes really is um you turn when you turn 25 it's like it's fun and you're like, all right, like I'm 25, we're at mid 20s, like you're still on the high of 24 um, because 23 was crap. And I know a lot of people say that 23 was crap, and I can vouch for that. Like year 23 for me was crazy. I was dating someone who was like 40. I moved to a new city. Um, I had kind of shitty friends. I left a friendship of 10 years. Um, but I made my most money that year as well. Like at the time that, that year was the year I made the most money, um, that I've seen since post-grad. It was, it was amazing, but also a lot of shedding and a lot of, um, growing, a lot of tears, like all that. Um, 25, was a nice high it was it was some lows because of covid i turned 25 during covid um right before covid and so that bought up some some stuff that i had to clear out and reiterated some of the lessons that i had already known but needed a reiteration of um (laughs) please don't do that you know you're not supposed to be doing that shit you over here doing that shit why are you doing that shit um Things such as going backwards, like going backwards to places that you've outgrown, um, environments that are not good for you and you know they're not good for you and you know they may pull you back into a a mindset that you don't want to be in, going back to people you know are not good for you, um, all those things was 25. And then there was 27. Oh. I don't know. I know people talk about like Saturn returns and stuff. And I think that's supposed to be 29. Right. But let me tell you something. If 29 is the actual Saturn return where everything is like in turmoil 
and it's really kind of shitty but then there's this rebirth at 30 then what the freak it was 27 because (laughs) my 27th year put me in its mouth chewed me up with no bev and swallowed me dry swallowed me dry there were so many twists and turns there were so many things I had to learn there were so many things that were just kind of like thrown at me um and now we're 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 at 28 (laughs) that was just like this roller coaster of a life I'm a little stuffy I'm sorry but there's a roller coaster of life and then there's 28 (laughs) I I don't I don't know man I I think somebody needs to let me off this ride please like slow it down hold up because after 28 it's just it's just 30 because what what gives in 29 what gives in the 29th year you just skip to 30 you just end up 30 then you just end up 35 then you just end up 40 and the the age thing is really is really biting me now but yeah this episode (laughs) that whole long intro but this episode (laughs) is about year 27 and basically how it chewed me up swallowed me pooped me out put me in the dirt um and yeah you know what i'm gonna leave it there i'm gonna leave it at 27 put me in the dirt that's that's what i'm gonna leave it at um so yeah as you guys know i got married i got married to my lovely husband in december of 2021 so i was 26 when i got married but the bulk of our our first year of marriage was in my 27th year so and these things happen back to back. I think I mentioned this on the last episode I did. Um, but for those who didn't hear that one and are listening to this one, I got married in December. I got a new job in January. We signed a lease on our place in February. March was kind of like me just um, packing my my apartment up. And I officially moved to Ohio in April of last year. And... I have to say, I don't know how many people go through that that many transitions at once. And I don't know if you ever have gone through that many transitions. Sorry, transitions. I can't even get the word out. That's how. <laughs> transitions at once. I don't know how many people go through that, but it's not fun. It's not it's you know that is good you know that it's for bettering your life the steps that you're making all of that seems really good on on paper and you know people congratulating me over and over you got married you're moving you got a new job and all those things are awesome and i felt so blessed to have those kind of things come into my life back to back to back like that I got the job that I wanted. I got the man that I wanted. I got the apartment that I wanted. Not in the state that I wanted. I never thought I would be living here in Ohio. That's very different. But in terms of the apartment, my husband found the exact apartment I was looking for. 
every amenity I wanted, he found it. And I got it. We got everything that I, I wanted. I got it right back to back to back to back. But sometimes you're not ready for it. Or you don't feel ready. Because I don't, I do believe you get things because you're ready for it. But you also need to feel that you're ready for it. Coming to Ohio was not in my cards. And it's something that sparked so much inside of me that I didn't know was hidden. So this first year, and actually we signed our lease actually on February 22nd of last year. So it's a year of us even signing the lease to to decide we were going to stay here and be here together. And preparing yourself to take on a new journey in a new state where you don't know anyone, where you just know your husband and you have to start over is a lot. And I thought it was something that was going to be like a piece of cake. Up until now, up until age 27, I had thought that anything that was thrown my way, I could, I could just, I could tackle it. I've always been that woman. I've always been that girl. Oh, it's a problem. Oh, it's fixed. Oh, I'm feeling away. Oh, I don't feel that way anymore. I can get myself away from it. I can pull myself out of it. 27 showed me that sometimes pulling yourself out of things is not that quick. And it's also not that easy. And... I was humbled. Honestly, that, that's what that's what it was. I was very, very humbled because for the longest time, I had thought I didn't need people. I didn't. I have friends. I have amazing friends. But I thought I loved solitude. I thought I loved being alone. All of that. Those are those are the things that were like me that made up me and then I got here and I had the solitude right and I wasn't alone and I felt that and that shit was different um making friends as an adult is a little harder I'm be honest with you I have friends in my life that have been here for 10 years so these are people I met when I was 17 when I started college or these are people that I've met when I was um 15 and I was in high school making friends as an adult I was not prepared for that I was not prepared for the automatic drama that you might <laughs> encounter when you're friends with people <laughs> adult people like Older people, you know? And I wasn't prepared to start over officially. I know I had to, but I wasn't prepared to do it. And that's what I, I've dealt with for the past year of being here. Shout out to the people that I met here, honestly, because you guys are actually pretty solid and pretty cool. And we've 
been able to go out and have fun and be drama free and just enjoy the times that we have together. So I am grateful for that. And I think now as I'm approaching another year here and it's another year wiser on top of that, I'm prepared to see, I'm prepared to learn more. I'm prepared to take more of an advantage of where I am and see where that leads me. Because the person that I was, I'm doing my air quotes, was, because I still am that person. But the shift in my life kind of, it kind of threw me off track. I'm not going to lie. And it made me think, okay, like, can you really make it in the Midwest? (laughs) Can you really make it out here? And I'm not too Midwest, as you guys know, or may not know. Ohio's not very far from New York. It's like an hour flight um, or like a nine hour drive, I believe. So it's not too deep. But that change of environment, it threw me off my path for a second. Like you can be as confident as you can be in your hometown, right? And some people are even confident when they move to a town that's close enough to their hometown. Because I'm, I'd never moved back home after college. And I had thought, all right, if I did that once, I'm going to do it again. I'm going to do it again. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. We got, we got this, blah, blah, blah. And I didn't have it. 27 showed me that you, you can still be humble. You can still go somewhere and the fears that you thought you've conquered can still pop up. Humble. Humbles me. Quickly. Quickly. And it was the marriage thing. I'm saying the marriage thing. Like, I, I did not leave my husband. But it's the, <laughs> the marriage thing was added on that as well. Because not only did I move to a new state, I moved to a new state with a guy. I moved to a new state with um, someone I had newly married. And, you know... We, were, we went from being long distance to being together. We had that kind of transition. Um, we have different cultures. As I'm in Senegalese, I am Black American or Af- African American. Whatever y'all want to call me. I'm boogity black, black, and black, black, and black. Um, born in America. <laughs> um, my husband is Senegalese. Um, and he has his culture. And I have my culture. And... We had to merge our understandings together. We had to merge our lives together. And that also was not the easiest thing. Again, humbled. Humbled. Humbled, humbled. Because I have dated African men before. From all, all the countries. I'm not, you know, not too much on me. Hold on. Not too much on me. I'm not saying I got around the whole continent. But I done been along the coast. On the west side. I done been on t- up top to the north. I and dating you do understand a bit of the cultural differences you do understand some of the nuances that are not the same across culture right but when you have decided to emerge your life with someone permanently oh humble city <laughs> life will humble you and had to 
I had to re recalibrate some of the things that were just completely normal to me. I had to reassess um, with my husband, like, you know, understanding things, understanding each other, just understanding um, friends. Uh, He had a group of friends that were already here. Um, Not super close, but just like loosely because of their culture and they know each other and from their hometowns and stuff. I had to adjust to that. So not only did I have to adjust to being somewhere new and out of my comfort zone, I had to then also come out of my comfort zone when it came to culture. So it's just been, I feel like 27 was stripping, a lot of stripping. It was a lot of taking off those protective layers that I had on me. I had the protection of being in New York and knowing that I have a friend here. I got a friend there. I got my auntie there. Shout out to my aunt. Um, I can go visit my sister in Connecticut if I really needed to. She can come to me if she needed to. Shout out to Nat always. I could go see my best friend. Shout out to Quavy. You know, in a bind, I can go see my mom. But, you know, coming here stripped me of that. And not in the sense that I couldn't go back. Because obviously New York is always home for me. It wasn't in the sense that I could not go back. It was in the sense that I knew that I had to... I had to eventually embrace this new life path that I had decided to take. So that was a strip layer. The other strip layer of my, my marriage. And seeing the difference in culture and understanding and... Things that made sense to him didn't make sense to me, and vice versa. That stripping of having to come out of what I already knew and felt comfortable with to come to understanding with this person who is now a part of my life. Oh, humbling. <laughs> humbling. Um, as for work, I did get one of my dream jobs. I got one of my dream jobs. It was a job that I had been... I had been applying for this type of job probably for about three years, three or four years. And at the time I was looking for this um, specific position, I didn't have enough of the experience to get it. I had the experience to get the position that was right, like, two or so below it. Right below it, probably. Yeah, right below it. And so I took that with another company, and I had been, you know, stacking up my my skills for the past two years. And then I had finally landed the, the exact position that I wanted again. This has happened before, but this time it was like, on the money, exactly what I want, the exact position, the exact salary, the exact comfort and security that I needed in a position that I was looking for. And it turned out not to be (laughs) exactly what I thought it would be. Another humbling experience because I had wanted this thing so badly. I had been holding on to it 
And when I got with this specific company, I had been holding on and hoping that I got it. And when I finally got it, I did not want it. This was my dream position. This is what I've been dying for this whole time. And once I got a taste of it, I no longer wanted it. So I stuck with it. I did stick with it. Don't get me wrong. I stuck with it. Whoever has heard my job, my most recent job experience knows that I really stuck with it. And after sticking with it and coming to a year in that position, I realized that I loved the position, but I didn't love the company that I was with. And so I had wanted to like, I wanted to leave. (laughs) I wanted to leave. I wanted to give up. I had been humbled enough and I was like, you know what? I'm just, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. And I remember this was up to this year. I had been saying that I wanted to get back into writing. That's what I wanted to do. That's what I've done before. I've done copywriting and all that stuff. And I wanted to do it again. And I remember tweeting at the beginning of the year that I wanted to get into writing. And I didn't, I didn't know how I was going to do it. I just knew I was not feeling good where I was. That the company I was with was not helping me to grow, really. Um, So yeah, that was another thing that just had me like, okay. I need, what, at what point does 27, when does it get better? You know, you get to a point where you're like, all right, we've had too many bad months at this point. When does it get better? I spent the summer trying to figure out what direction I wanted to take in all aspects of life. If I wanted to stay um, in Ohio, if I could deal with some of the differences that I had been experiencing in my marriage, if I could take another year at the position that I had, I felt 27 really peeled back all the layers of every of the onion and was like, you need to look at all, all of it, all of it. For the first time in my life, I had not been like, all right, well, you just need to be happy that you have this. Because that's all, that's the way I played. I've played the game the whole time. You need to be happy that you have this. Just be happy that you have it. And this past year, 27, as I peeled those layers back and I really started to look at things, I had to decide, do you just want to have a false sense of just be happy just because? Or do you really want to be happy? That shit shook me. (laughs) The night... (laughs) night that I had that moment in my head I was like oh all right now it's gonna get difficult because once you make the decision that you don't just want to be happy with the things that are for fake you don't want to be fake happy once you make that decision there's so many things that play in your head especially when 
there are people who are looking at your life and thinking that your life is 100% perfect because of what you have. There's no way that you can say that you are unhappy because of what you have in front of you. And I realized I couldn't exactly live like that. 27 kicked my ass. (laughs) Like, I had everything I wanted. Every single thing. The man that I wanted, the job that I wanted, the apartment that I wanted. But there were still too many pieces that were not clicking, that were not hitting, that were not making me extremely happy. Um, There were a lot of things from those three that pulled up a lot of other things that I had been dealing with myself that had nothing to do with my husband, that had nothing to do with my job, that had nothing to do with the fact that I had moved here and I had gotten this beautiful dream apartment of sorts, right? Those things popped up in 27. And these were some of the same things that popped up in 23. These were some of the things that popped up in 25 that I hadn't fully addressed. And that's just the real on that. I had not really addressed them. I had glanced over them. I had said, I had recognized them, but I had not actively done the fucking work. Ooh, excuse me. I had not done the work. (laughs) I had not done the work to take those things, face them, and put them to rest. And 27 forced me to face them. Issues that I have surrounding trust. Issues that I have surrounding patience. Not trusting the process and what it takes to get to know your partner and what it takes to build a marriage when you don't have the same background, the same culture, the same socioeconomical status, all of that with your partner. The patience that it takes to do that. The trust it takes to allow a partner in your life to lead you. That's my man. He gonna gonna have to lead it somehow. And I gotta let him do it. The patience that it takes to build a new life where you are. You are home. Wherever you are is home. I was born in New York. I was raised in New York. I've lived in New York for a giant part of my life. I spent two years living outside of New York, close to New York. And this is the first year that I've spent far from New York. Yeah, I could take a flight. But do you got flight money? No. Flights are $400 to New York sometimes. Can I just drive to New York? No. Can I take a train to New York? No. Can I take an Uber? No. I was forced to deal with all that stuff. That fear of really ripping myself out of New York for good, which I had talked to all my friends about. Which nine knows about <laughs> how many times I've wanted to leave New York and decided I was going to move here, but didn't do it. And wanted to move here and didn't do it. All those things. They popped out in 27. And these are, there are things that I tried to suppress. And so ultimately, I guess my, my update here is It came back. I didn't really heal it. And so it came back. 
I didn't do the work, and so it came back. Nia and I talk about doing the work all the time. Our earlier episodes where we were talking about doing the work, doing the work, doing the work. And sometimes you really do feel like you're doing the work, but you're not. You're finding ways to, to bury it, to silence it. At 27, and all his glory, picked me up, chewed me, swallowed me, pooped me out, and put me in the dirt, like I said at the beginning. But this time, I understand the process. I understand what it all means. And I'm about to get real deep right now, so just come to church with me. Me being in the dirt after 27... It's metaphorical. I'm fine, okay? I'm fine. My relationship is fine. I love my husband. My husband loves me. We, you know, I don't, sometimes I don't like Senegalese Joloff, whatever, okay? You know, I'm figuring out Columbus as a city. I'm figuring out what it means to find community and the kind of community that I want to have now as an adult. Pulling in friends as an adult. Learning how to find that tribe. Understanding what kind of, you know, BS to push to the side. So that chewed, swallowed, spit out, poop out into the dirt is fertilization for me. That's what it is. It's fertilization for 28. So now that I've seen the process, I've seen the process of trying to heal something and having to fail. And then thinking you got it right because you're you're a little older and you feel like you really got your shit together. And you really don't. And that's okay. It's okay. It's okay for you to realize, I thought I had it together, but I didn't. I thought I healed this thing and I thought I really got to the root of it, but I didn't. I know the roots now. I got it. <laughs> it took some time, but I got it. I got the roots. I understand the things that are happening now. See, I see the patterns and I understand now. And everything that happened in 27, 27 was filled with a lot of isolation, loneliness, sadness, tears. There was happiness as well. There were accomplishments as well. And it's all, all of that, the good and the bad are fertilization for year 28 or 20 great. Cause that's what people say for 28, 20 great. Yeah. All of that, that happened for 27. It's going to make me 20 great. That's it. That's all. That's all I got. That's what I got. <laughs> I'm happy to be back on the podcast. I am looking to do more episodes. So y'all be hearing me a lot more often now. Okay. Alright, that's all I got. Handle your shit. Think about it some more. Even when you feel like you got it together, you may not really have it together and that's okay. Who's to say that 28 doesn't bring up the same things? And I have to figure out another way to handle things. You don't know. But I'm ready for it. Ready for the ride. And that's all. Bye, y'all.